Hello everyone, my name is Lee Nichols and I'd like to welcome you all to the latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column. Today, we're looking at ensuring safety in dynamic chemical manufacturing environments. So this podcast was written by Stan Neck, who is the Vice President of Global Engineering for ITT Gold's Pump. Now, before we get started, I do want to remind everyone that you can subscribe to The Main Column podcast by clicking on the subscribe button, which is located on the podcast website, or you can use your smartphone by saying, hey Google, Alexa, or Siri, subscribe me to the main column podcast. So with that, let's begin ensuring safety in dynamic chemical manufacturing environments. So as with all environments and industries, chemical manufacturing is evolving in response to technical innovations, new customer requirements, and increased global competition. And as a result, batch production is becoming more common and specialty chemicals represent a greater percentage of orders. Now, for many manufacturers, greater product diversification and fluctuating demand translates into increased operational complexity, which can have a significant impact on workplace safety. That's because continual shifts in production can put considerable stress on pumping systems, which are, of course, at the heart of every production facility. Now, in the interest of safety and flexibility, there is a trend among manufacturers to install heavy-duty API pumps, which are more robust and durable. Uh, Over the past decade, there's also been an uptick in the use of sealless pumps. So these devices eliminate the need for mechanical seals that were necessary to reduce leakage and, of course, capture things like fugitive emissions. So these components have strong selling points. However, like with anything, there are trade-offs. API pumps are more expensive. They might not always be available in the required metallurgy, and sealless pumps can be more sensitive to less than ideal operating conditions and process upsets, which can result in increased maintenance. So let's look at design considerations to ensure safe chemical pumping. Now to ensure safe chemical pumping, the best approach is the most obvious, install the right configurations for specific production needs. However, that is sometimes of course easier than said. Operators with special chemical formulations may not have a reference list of chemical elements and specifications for safe pump configuration, which is an important first step in selecting the best pumping solution and pump material for construction. In instances like that, which are becoming even more familiar, the best option is to collaborate with experts to assemble a design solution. Original equipment manufacturers, or OEMs, and suppliers have the experience, the expertise, and tools to assess risk factors and determine the best components to use. Corrosion is the biggest concern because of the harm it can do to a pump and the increased possibility of leaks that result. Oftentimes, there's a bit of a give and take between metallurgies when settling on the right material for combating erosion. Engineers rely on charts that show the rate of corrosion to determine how long a pump will last when pumping various types of chemicals. Knowledge of the liquid properties relative to temperature and chemical concentration are significant factors in their calculations. So pumping 5% of chemical X can be vastly different than pumping 35% of the same chemical because at higher concentrations, it may have much higher corrosive characteristics. The similar impact can be created if the temperature of a given liquid were elevated due to a process upset condition. Now that could encourage a similar level of corrosive attack even if that chemical concentration remains the same. So temperature and vibration are other important variables that can affect safe pumping operations. Too much of either can cause excessive wear and of course decrease pump life and performance. 
Plastic and metal have different tolerances, therefore it's vital to match the right material with every application. When working with certain chemicals, plastic can be more forgiving than metals, which is why engineers will design pumps with plastic parts for optimal performance and safety. So what about monitoring and maintenance? Designing for safety is one thing. Now, consistently achieving that goal is another. However, like the process uh, design, there is more than one way to get it right. In most production facilities, engineers perform regular walk-around inspections to monitor equipment. For pumps that run continuously, these examinations might be part of a daily routine. For other pumps that run intermittently, a weekly or monthly check may suffice. Now, regardless of the schedule, the key outputs typically monitored to assess pump performance and safety are temperature, vibration, pressure, power, and flow. During these inspections, the visual presence of leakage is a dead giveaway that something is not right. Failure of the shaft sealing systems are typically where pumps and chemical applications break down, and leakage is the visual tell of this wear. Depending on the chemical being pumped, the makeup could be very dangerous if leakage occurs. Plant personnel should set maintenance schedules based on applications, with more frequent monitoring for mission-critical processes. The bigger the facility, the more potential trouble spots there are to inspect. Now, fortunately, plant operators have a powerful new ally in the form of remote monitoring technologies. These devices can easily integrate into existing systems and collect data around the clock. The information is then relayed via Bluetooth or internet connection to a condition monitoring control center where operators can track daily and long-term performance. Ongoing digital monitoring of equipment provides greater visibility into floor operations and it enables swift and accurate decision-making that can improve safety. For example, plant operators can track equipment breakdowns and ongoing maintenance costs. Armed with this information, they can have a much better understanding of when it is time to replace components, thereby preventing a system failure that could potentially cause harm to workers and the environment. In general, only about 20% of chemical manufacturing processes are equipped with monitoring devices. However, for mission-critical applications, the adoption rate increases to about 60 to 70%. Now, given the costs associated with unplanned downtime, this is a reasonable approach. The average length of downtime is four hours, and that can result in $1 million in lost revenue. However, it's also important to note that 70% of unplanned downtime events occur on second or third shifts, which are typically staffed with fewer workers. With digital monitoring, industrial operators have a 35% better chance of preventing unplanned downtime and the associated safety risk from equipment malfunction. So the goal is to begin with the end in mind. When new chemical compounds are created, it's common to assign a pilot plant to develop the manufacturing process and document the ideal methods and materials for a pumping system. Typically, it's a trial and error process. The end result is a most effective technology which can be shared as appropriate with manufacturing partners. That same method can be applied to daily operations, especially as special orders and batch production become more common. Chemical manufacturing is a test and learn proposition. Now, we always face new challenges, which is why our best practice must be kept getting better. The more we can anticipate which production elements could be improved in the name of safety, more problems can be prevented. We want to thank you again for listening to the latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column.